0: I am India executive briefings, GST rates by Adit Jain, June, 2020. A rethink is overdue. During a recent briefing to a small group of Indian industrialists, I was told that the preponderant concern in their minds was demand suppression and that very little, if anything was being done to fix it. The fact is the tools available to the government are limited with the soaring fiscal deficit, high national debt, and the consequent risk of a further downgrade by rating agencies. A splurge in government handouts has virtually reached its limits. The answer is price. Of which a large fraction is comprised of indirect taxes. In the current scenario, The demand for a variety of consumer goods is stifled by a whopping GST charge of 28%. This does little good to anyone and more so to the revenue department as declining sales lead to declining revenues. In any case, the multiplicity of rates is cumbersome, unfair and creates price distortions within the economic architecture. This is steeped in the socialist trap of the 70s from whose clutches India seems unable to escape. Defining something as essential or a luxury cannot be the job of the government because it is a condition based on individual circumstances and ultimately the consensus of the market. Rate variations often have political agendas. For instance, taxes and cigarettes are at a rate of 53% and on BDs at 22%. Understandably, a syntax is acceptable on health grounds, but on such logic, it would seem the health of poor smokers appears not to be as important as that of rich ones. Hospitals charge different rates for different products and services, all of which could be life-saving. The solution to this complexity and inequity lies in the acceptance of a single indirect tax of 12% which is reasonable enough to lure consumption and provide a fair environment to manufacturers and service providers. With a single rate, there can be no temptation to juggle invoices into more convenient categories. Skeptics have erroneously argued that the rich must pay more for the sort of things that they buy. So a higher rate is justified. This effectively disincentivizes migration to a better quality of life As it suggests, for instance, that those that are not well off should not seek to acquire a motorcycle taxed at 28% and should manage with the bicycle instead. The way to balance fairness is through a progressive direct tax system which India does liberally in more ways than are really justified. At the time that GST was introduced in India, there were political challenges and vested interests to grapple with. Therefore, a multiplicity of taxes was perhaps acceptable no longer. If the government wants revenues to rise, consumption must first grow, and for that to happen, people must be tempted back into buying. The current crisis provides an excellent opportunity to change things without the worry of a revenue collapse because this has already happened. The only way the economy will grow is through higher consumption, followed by new investment and consequently greater revenue collections. Currently, we expect a GDP contraction of 5%, possibly higher. Whilst this may change, the green shoots that some are citing are weak and tentative. What India so desperately needs is a change in the socialist mindset embedded in the bureaucracy. The want of the hour is to attract new investment. And the way this will happen is if demand begins to rise. Even foreign investors seek local market opportunities as the key component of selling up shop. A fair tax regime consequently becomes essential.